Welcome to the first official podcast of Artist Talks. Everything creepy and sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm Audrey. And I'm Sock, your host. So, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our own creepypasta characters, explaining their origins, how we thought of them, and their backstory. Yes, we are going to include the classic Slenderman. Jeff. You know mansion trope, you know. The, you know all teenagers with hoodies. Yeah, so, you know, basic stuff. So, we're going to start off with Audrey's character, who, who she's had longer than I've had mine. I mm-hmm. had a very original character, but I ended up fucking up the design so very badly that I had to kill her off and make a new one. <laughs> Literally. So, I've had this character for about a month, so... Audrey's had her character for... Probably two years now. Yeah, so she's honestly much more developed than mine. I haven't even thought of a, an official name for mine, so... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Audrey's gonna take over and explain Darktha. Alright. Well, Darktha Rose is... Originally was named Martha. Martha was a 17-year-old girl from a small town... And she kind of lived in a family that wasn't so kind. Not the, abusive, but not just all handy-dandy. You know, the classic. The classic trope of creepypastas. Abuse. Of abuse. The origins of most. <laughs> like Tiki Toby and... Jeff Jeff. bullied. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Except Darktha, or Martha in this case, was not really bullied. She was, like, the, just the quiet girl at school. Like, if the quiet kids, they have a gun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that would be funny if Martha back then just, did. Just whipped out a gun. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this creepypasta show ends. <laughs> no more creepypasta. <laughs> Slenderman just, like, disappears like Thanos. <laughs> Snaps. But, um, yeah. She uh, didn't live live in a good home. Her mom was kind of a drunk, and her father was negligent. So she always just had her friends at her school around her. But one day, one of her friends went missing, and she went to find them. And when she couldn't, she just felt lost. Like, she couldn't really feel like how she felt before when she was with her friends. Just happy. But one day, her father... This was the old trope of me, of everybody actually copying the Jeff the Killer or Tiki Toby trope. And just, of just the family. Yeah, or having the dad be just a killer. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. They both just... Toby, I'm pretty sure Toby's dad was an alcoholic who like abused And then the mom was family. just a quiet one. Yeah. She and wasn't that, negligent, but she just, she, she was still coping, I think. Yeah. And then Jeff, his origin story was, like, he... His mom and his, like, just... And his dad were just, like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't read the stories in a while, so I'm kind of... Yeah. I just kind of remember a little bit. But, yeah. Martha, at this case, uh, she just kind of ran away from home. She decided that she was just going to live in a nice cabin, like, some Jason Voorhees style. (laughs) And whoever came across her little campsite was going to get offed. And in the middle of the woods one day, she is 
hearing hallucinations and you can't hear hallucinations. Oh, audio hallucinations. Audio hallucinations. My bad. <laughs> My bad, OG. My fault, OG. And uh, basically, she just kept hearing and seeing a lot of stuff, like kind of like what schizophrenic would have, but in her, but in her history of being in a hospital, she didn't have those things. And cues um, how Martha ha- was renamed Darktha. A demon in the forest that has been haunting it for a long time. Don't worry, it's not Slender no. or Salgo. Like some freaking characters. I'm not gonna tell, though. Ugh, Lazari. How <laughs> do you pronounce her goddamn name? Freaking name. <laughs> Lazari or something. Yeah, Laz- Lazari. I never really liked her. Just the daughter of Salgo. It's, it's like, suck a what? It's like That's how? That's my personal yeah. opinion. It's like, yeah. I don't like her. Remember, all the stuff that we say about creepypasta characters and how we like... Our own personal opinion. Yeah, they're our own personal opinions. You don't got to attack us. We are not like anybody else. I have Twitter. I'm going to get into our arguments because of it. Just goes on Twitter and makes an argument for no reason. (laughs) I've done it everywhere. My bad. Yeah, on my book. (laughs) And uh, she basically was possessed. And... uh, she decided that when she was possessed, she was going to take one of her eyes out. And since she didn't want it just to be like a gaping hole in her face, she stretched her eye out so much that she was able to fit a rose in it. And she named herself Dark the Rose. And slowly but surely, she became more looking like the demon that possessed her. And that's basically how she became, or was, Martha, and now is Darktha. Um, based, I don't have, like, a age group, but I know that she was 17 when she started. So, what inspired you to create this character? Um, I was just in my room right before, like, it was like, August 2019, where, um... I was just, like, I was obsessed with Jeff the Killer. I loved the idea of it. I loved how he was just burnt and just was crazed. But I also... (laughs) The crispy man. man. Not Freddy Krueger, everybody. Not that crispy man. (laughs) That's still a crispy man, but not the crispy man we're talking about. Yeah. Or not Bram Searshaw from The Boy, if anybody's seen that. She hasn't, but I want to show it to her. But, um, I was just in my room one day, and I was like, you know what? I want a character that I can relate to in a way, as in, like, just family, just being like, you don't, you're just separated from them, and just, I like the, I love creepy things, but I don't like much gore. Like, if it's just too much, like, explicit gore, I'm like... Okay. No, well, you're not gonna like my character much. <laughs> yeah, it's you like you didn't like it the first time I told you the story. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, her character that we talked about just a little spoilers. while ago is. Let's just say when you hear it, you're gonna be shocked. But you're, uh, you're probably a, gonna I'll love it. I'll put a trigger warning for self-harm and suicide. Yes. A huge trigger warning. So. But yes. I'll make another warning when it gets to my turn. But for yeah. now, trigger warning. That's. 
yeah. most of her story. So, originally, I've had multiple, multiple character designs for Darkthe, or slash Martha, in this case. She had brown hair before, she also had black hair, she's had a dark brown hair. She's had, like, a lot of colors. She's, like, she's even had red hair once. Like, she had a ponytail. She didn't have... She had short bangs. She had her hair, like, just a little bit cut. She had, it like, what my hairstyle is, which is curtain bangs with just a little bit of long trim. Like, it's just... Yeah. I just had a lot of time and just a lot of thinking about her design. And I decided to go with the whole trope of a hoodie and some shorts. I want it to be basic, easy to draw for others, and since I, in my opinion, don't like dresses because of any kind of body shape I have, and it's not that I'm insecure, it's just I just don't like the freaking issues you have with dresses. And I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna make my girl suffer. I'm gonna make her have the most comfortable clothing ever, even though she's a, is a basic murderer. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't really murder in anything, you know. For um, real. In our next podcast, I can talk about my uncle who murdered his whole family. And I will post a link to the article. Mm-hmm. This is not a joke. I found out from multiple people in my family that he was a serial killer. Not a popular one because he only killed his family, but... He's not no John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, but so... He's, but he definitely is a killer nonetheless. He, yes, he is a killer nonetheless. Yeah. A child predator nonetheless. Yeah. But that is a different story. For and now there podcast. will be a warning in that video. That there will be a very large warning in that video before it starts. Yeah. And so, after I got done doing the final character um, redesigns, I just, like, just kept drawing and drawing her. I didn't know how to draw roses back then, so it kind of looked like a daisy when I was drawing her eye as Martha. But... Being dark, that I can finally draw roses. Don't worry. <laughs> I can finally draw at least one flower. Screw you, Mom. <laughs> Screw you, Mom. <laughs> my mom can't draw. It's my dad. Don't worry. I love my mom. She's just... <laughs> oh, my mom is okay. <laughs> just okay, yeah. My mom's okay. I mean, any parent, just okay. either side of the family is just okay. Yeah, they're just okay. It's just a little okay. Well, assuming... That that's the majority of Martha. Or Darkfa now. Should I move on to my yeah. character? Okay. Alright. Um, trigger warning part two. This character is highly influenced by suicide and self-harm. So if you're not into that, you might want to head off the podcast because in real time, I have no idea when I'll, you know, be done with my character yeah. so all right another warning this is also just um character um prompt this is not the official story yeah not nor the official is story. it going to be official anytime soon yet it, she's i've only it had is, her for a month she's still in the works yeah she is still in progress so the idea that i have for this character is a teenage girl prompted to suicide due to accusations made against her that were false. So, we all know the Slender Woods is a funny little place. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's so... It's a little mansion. Oh, my God. You know, let's say said character lives near said woods, and now that said character is... 
prompted to suicide by these accusations, decides to take her life. So, and also another warning: this is not about the suicide forest. This Japan. is not about the suicide forest. This is not. It it might sound similar, but it is. It's not. not. There's um, no other... Another warning, no. this is just a fictional character, so... Yeah, okay. all, these, all this is fiction. This is just fiction. This is, non this is not non-fiction. Okay, so... Character decides to... After months of self-harming and... Dealing with these accusations... Giving up a little bit. And, you know, just, you know, as Audrey said, giving up. Character decides that, you know, it's time to take her life, and... Even though she lives near the accused Slenderwood, she feels as if he's not real and does not believe. So, she takes her life in one of the trees, and she's gone unfound for months and due to her parents being very wealthy and traveling business folk. They were probably not aware. Of they any they of the weren't aware of anything. They're not home often. Yeah. So the only people that really know about her disappearance are her friend groups. Hence, one of those quote unquote friends being the accusationer or, or accuser. The accuser. Accuser. That's the word I'm looking for. So after months of going unfound, the group decides to go look for their lost friend. So, they check her house, nothing. They check secret bases that they'd had made previously, nothing. Well, Finally, did. they decide in the middle of the night to check the so, so haunted and act, or so such accused woods, the slender woods. They grab their flashlights and they head in. About halfway into the forest, they smell something rotting. And Nasty. not a dead animal. It didn't smell like a dead animal. It smelled more human. More like a human corpse. Yeah. It, you probably have never smelled a human corpse, nor have and I. Nor, nor we either. So, uh, you know, but... I love you don't want to, because I bet it smells to. like a skunk's butthole. Yeah. Right after it did a <laughs> So, they start smelling this awful smell. And they decide to walk towards it, and so they fear the worst, and once they get to the, the place of the damned, they shine their light, and there's their hanging friend, swinging back and forth as if she'd just done it, but yet she's decayed. Not fully, but she she's decayed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like any dead body, basically. Yeah, you know. I think just before hours of after the per a person, person dies, dies they, they just start, start decaying. decaying just a little bit. Especially if they're not embalmed. Mm-hmm. So. And especially if they have blood or just any kind of physical kind of thing that happened to them any when they died. Any trauma. Yes. It's gonna decay quickly. Yeah, because it's already it can't decaying. heal. Yeah, there's no blood to help heal. Yeah, there's no reactive blood cells. There's no... There's no beating heart, you know. It's not yeah. going to heal. So, the group is pretty upset. and I bet they were shocked. <laughs> shocked even, yeah. You know, and it something sticks out to them. Her, the eyes, they, they were open. 
yet had they previously been closed? The body stopped swinging, although the breeze is still going. And also, there is also a little bit of fact like that is in the movies. When a person dies, in a movie they have their eyes open. But in reality, you'd want them to have them closed because when you're dying, you don't want your eyes to be very uncomfortable. Well, While, but if it you're takes dead, muscles to close your eyes. Yes. So, she must but, have been yes. forcing them shut when she went. Yeah. Kind of like, just one, two, three, close eyes. Gone. Just gone. Um, as some may know, when you hang yourself, you can break your neck, and that is what happened. So, she's Especially when you're very high up. Yes. You're not on a chair, or just a little bit feet off the ground. You're yes. So, she stops swinging, and the friends are like, whoa, what is going on? Uh, this and is getting a little weird. There's, there's maggots, and bugs, and all Ugh. sorts of disgusting insects Ugh. crawling on her, I, in her eye sockets, just... and having self-harm wounds, you know. They're mostly going to be in there. Yeah, especially if you cut deeper. In and more case, recent. She took her life by hanging and slicing her wrist open vertically. If any of you know, that is a way to commit suicide if you cut down your vein directly. So, there's maggots, spiders, worms, all sorts of icky bugs <sighs> inside of the cuts, her eye sockets, eating away at her flesh, she's decayed. And so, she stops swinging, and her hands reach up, and she starts to climb the rope a little bit, until she reaches the tree trunk to where she unties it and falls down. Now, her skin... If her legs weren't broken, they were now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she has quite a limp, you know, her muscle is decayed, and it's icky and fleshy. And, and there's no... There's not much bone to help. Yeah. So she's limping around, but she's alive somehow, and she walks towards the <laughs> accuser, and her way of killing is to spread disease by the creatures that lurk within her, as she has full control over them. So what she does from her murder tactic is to cut their wrists open as she once did hers, take maggots and bugs from her own decaying skin and shove them in there. Then she'll take a rope or something sturdy enough and she'll hang them just as she did herself. Mm -hmm. Just the visuals of that. That could be like a horror movie. Perhaps. Like, if they didn't want to sign up for a horror movie now, they should now. (laughs) And then give us all the money for the rights. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so she she kind of looks at her accusationer and She's trying to speak, but her her throat's so full of these creepy crawlies that... These disgusting maggots. She can't speak well. If you've ever seen a, an interview with Springtrap, and you know how... From the FNAF series. And gagging, that's kind of what she sounds like. But... Just a bunch of pain she, behind the voice. Yeah, she's basically speaking like that. And then, as I said, the murder tactic, boom, he's gone. And she was finally able to get out why she was dead and how everything went down. 
and she she just she leaves her friends to be as long as they don't tell now this character is able to forge handwriting so she's able to make her own suicide notes for them so it looks more believable and because she's decayed fingerprints aren't really there and so if they were they're you know they, they're unavailable because, because she's, she's dead they're like well she doesn't look like alive so, that's basically my character. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I thought of her just out of the blue. You know, I, I was listening to a song, that's how I thought of her. Um. And by the way, if you guys heard any noise, excuse them, it's just part of the Siblings. Siblings and friends. friends. Um, I thought of this character while listening to Taylor Swift, as ironic <laughs> as it seems. <laughs> Look what um, you made me do. One one thing about this character is that she she was given life by Slenderman himself after he found out the backstory and how she wanted to get revenge. So yes, her mentor is Jeff the Killer, and I'm not talking about the anime boy that ooh cute no. ooh good pretty hair dating similar. Like, no. if Jeff were to be realistic, he would have burn marks like Freddy Krueger, missing hair, his eyes would be... Very, very red. Very red. Irritated. Probably, he would probably be blind. Yeah, he'd probably be blind, if anything, because if you can't blink, there's nothing to protect that dirt and all the other stuff that gets in your eyes. That's why you have eye yeah. and eye And your eyes would be watering a lot. A lot, so... His jaw. He's terrifying. And he's he's going to stand at six foot, you know. Yeah, we're not going to make him no 4'8". Right. So, <laughs> you know. If he was realistic, he'd probably be an average height. Yes. So, you know, she's mentored by one of the scarier types of, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And, the, yes, these OCs sound kind of shitty. But they were, they're kind well, mine was old. Yeah. And mine, I'm, I'm not two creative characters, so. Yeah, we might be artists, but we're not writers. Right, I, I like to write. I like we write a little bit, but it's mostly like... Character shit. Yeah, just character arcs that make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> or songs. So, yeah. But that's basically our characters. And... And I feel like we should transition to some examples that really help with us with our characters um like for example laughing jack laughing jack for me um basically kind of helped with the height and the strength of my character darktha because I don't think my characters were inspired by any creepypastas honestly yeah. mine I was have... definitely inspired but there have been some good featuring creepypasta characters that we do love and, and if, that can really help with your character design. If you're yeah. struggling with making a creepypasta character, I 100% recommend looking at their stories and looking at their character designs to help you get into the feel and how it should be. And yeah, listen to some creepypasta stories, you know? Try your best to fit more into the scary and then creepy the, side. Then the, the cliche. And yeah. Like, for example, cliche. Baptism on Fire 
explains this a lot in his videos when it comes to creepypastas. So a lot of the fan stories of like Nina the killer, Poopsie the killer. Poopsie the killer. <laughs> they, they're bullshit. They, they suck. You know. Jane the killer. Like those are all fan made characters. And but they have a same character arc. Yeah, when when you want And they don't have a good creative name. They just have a different first name. Yeah. So when you when it comes to making characters, you just use inspiration from personal characters from characters yeah. that And if you don't if you can't whatever. find any ideas, you can listen to uh other podcasts. You can listen to music that you is creepy. You can listen and wa- or watch horror movies. Yeah, and get ideas. Slashers are also a good thing. Sure, they're just a little similar to creepypastas, but they're original. Yeah. And that's what I like about slasher community, too. is because some of their characters are, like, just original. I have bad news. We're not going to be able to add background music to this video because it's, like, 24 minutes long. Well, <laughs> I could probably Ouch. edit it. It's fine. Background yeah. music. Well, yeah. yeah. But there also is another thing, too. Like, there's a, like, YouTube, for both of us, when it comes to creepypastas and scary videos, like, me and her, when we were just, like, 12 and 13 years old, we were at her mom's friend's house. We were listening and watching scary stuff all the time. And, and we weren't yeah. scared of it. We were just laughing at it. Yeah, so YouTube probably isn't your best source of spooky. If yeah. you're looking for some real horrors, I recommend Cause like, to find them. Okay, there was this one video. Um, it, okay, this is my this is our opinions. We're not making fun of it. And we're not saying it's not scary. Because it definitely did creep me out. The, like, they did some... I don't know what exactly the YouTube channel was called. If I find out, I'll mention it in the next video. But it was like this Ouija. Or Ouija. Ouija board. Ouija board. Oh my god, I love that video. Anyways, and it was about a girl who was doing the Ouija board. In her room. The Ouija board. In her room. The Ouija board now. Yeah, we get to call it the Ouija board now. That's gonna be stuck in our hand. That's gonna be stuck in our heads for now. Yeah. And basically, uh, she was doing an Ouija board on her desk in her room, and basically at the end of it, <laughs> it's right here. Yeah. Basically at the end of it. Um. But basically at the end, um, there's a figure behind her, and I swear to God, we heard it say, "Hey." Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was like a, it sounded. Hey. It sounded like PewDiePie. It did. And all, we were Very just funny. like, what? So. <laughs> like that. It was like you tried to be scary, but we also just heard you do a PewDiePie voice. <laughs> it was. It's just funny. It just, yeah. It's like what? Well, I think that's it for this podcast. Mostly yeah. Because we had a little bit of heart laughter. We just did a little bit of joking around in this because we didn't want to be too dark. And, you know, this one is kind of not scripted as well. Most of our videos won't be scripted. Yeah. And another thing is because my friend is made a, making a Friday Night Funkin' mod of me and my other friend. And he just he just posted a um, video. And, and it, it includes me screaming. Immaculate. It, it includes me screaming a lot. So, we're going to end the stream, or podcast, and we're going to watch it. So, we'll catch you next time. Sock and Audrey. Out.
Bye.